0: Tuesday morning, it's JM in the AM at 23 uh, minutes before 8 o'clock. Good morning, everybody. Well, the United States Commission for the Preservation of America's Heritage Abroad has had quite a week this year. Uh, this week. They're an independent agency of the government of the USA, established in 1985. The law directs the commission to identify and report on cemeteries, monuments, and historic buildings in Eastern and Central Europe that are associated with the Heritage of U.S. citizens, particularly endangered properties. The law also directs the commission to obtain, in cooperation with the U.S. Department of State, assurances from the governments of the region that the properties will be protected and preserved. In addition to the uh, types of sites specified in the law, the commission also seeks the preservation of similar types of properties, including related archival material. It additionally encourages and facilitates private and foreign government restoration and preservation projects. Uh, Essentially, the establishment of the commission recognized that the population of the USA is mostly immigrants and their descendants. Uh, because it is, the U.S. has interest in the preservation of sites in other countries. There have been many distinguished chairmen of the commission over the years. Current chairman of the Commission for the Preservation of America's Heritage Abroad is somebody who's been an amazing friend of this radio broadcast for many, many decades. And that is uh, Paul Packer, who joins us live via telephone. Paul, welcome back to JM in the AM.
1: Nachum, good morning. Wow, I, yeah, I hope my parents heard that introduction. That was good.
0: Thanks. <laughs> uh, I appreciate that. Well, uh, the commission has had quite a week, and I'm interested you know, in what a typical week is like, but let's start uh, with the news that has, uh, I-, I would say, has gone viral. The government of Kazakhstan has added the gravesite of Levi Yitzhak Schneerson, a leader of the Chabad movement. We know him as the father of of the Lubavitcher Rebbe, the most recent Lubavitcher Rebbe, to its list of national heritage sites. Paul Packard, chairman of the U.S. Commission for the Preservation of America's Heritage Abroad, announced the move during a visit to the grave site uh, in Almaty, if that's pronounced properly, where Schneerson was buried back in 1944. So, Paul, give us some background. I know that the, uh, the yard site of the Rebbe's father was yesterday, so the timing is obviously right. Uh, tell me about... Um, Getting this recognized by the government of Kazakhstan
1: uh thanks Malcolm actually uh, we got back just about uh five o'clock four forty five I think we landed yesterday afternoon. It was a whirlwind thirty probably forty hours um, from the time we took off to the time we got back, but it was quite the uh quite the trip actually, this is uh, my first trip to uh, Kazakhstan in two thousand and eighteen um, I was push prodded by many there that I must make the trip from. Then uh capital is called Astana, which is now called Mir Sultan, and to, to the uh, grave, which is in Almaty, the former capital of Kazakhstan, which is about an hour and change flight from the capital down to Almaty. Um, uh, I did make that trip, and I did hear from not only our embassy, but by everybody in Kazakhstan, how important the um, really, really Yitzhak's grave is to Kazakhstan. And you know this during the times of Corona, when I'd say the last five and a half months travel has been curtailed, but still down in Washington, almost weekly to meet with um, ambassadors to the countries that we are engaged with. Uh, the idea came up to not only recognize uh, Kazakhstan for another a site that we'll be going back there hopefully soon to recognize and memorialize, which is a what was a women's and children's gulag. During the time of um, the World War II, wow. but also we brought up to, to the ambassador the idea of having the gravesite of Rabbi Yitzhak and the cemetery—you know—the cemetery part of the cemetery where he is uh, buried in Amate to be preserved and made a, a heritage site in Kazakhstan. And um, it didn't take very long at all for them to embrace that idea, and they called me back and said, "Hey." That is going to happen. When would you like to announce it? It happened to be within two weeks of or ten to, ten, two weeks of the Yurtzeit. I said that would be the most amazing time to do it. And uh, there were two charter planes coming, one from uh, the Ukraine and one from the United States. They were they made sure that all of those people on those planes were able to get visas. And we're able to get, everybody was COVID tested before they got on their planes, had to come with their COVID test results. And everybody was brought from the planes to the Chabad shul there, then to the cemetery, and then back to the planes to make everything, um, let's say, as COVID free as possible (laughs) possible. to everybody, but it was really an amazing experience.
0: Uh, Paul Packer's with us. He chairs the Commission for the Preservation of America's Heritage Abroad for the Trump administration. Based on our research, it sounds like Kazakhstan, as much as I'm sure you like to and want to work with every country on this globe when it comes to sites important to Americans, in this case to the American Jewish community and the world Jewish community, uh, but it seems that there's a special relationship with Kazakhstan, that they've gone out of their way to cooperate. Is that is that an accurate portrayal? I wouldn't say go
1: out of the way. I'd say that you know many countries um, that I that we've engaged with have embraced history. You know, we're going through a very troubling and tough time here in the United States now with whatever you want to call it, the cancel culture or wiping out history, wanting to re- rewrite history, forget about history. But countries like Kazakhstan, other countries around around the world in that region, actually is embracing um, what happened and what you know, not wanting to forget. The idea of never forget under this president is going to be something that I will definitely be on that soapbox until you know the day I'm not going to be on the soapbox anymore. Making sure that the world does not forget, and the words "never forget" me never again. Really mean never forget and never again. And, you know, the idea of, you know, we're taught to, you know, everybody, I think, uh, one of the principles in Judaism is Akaratatov, yep. recognizing the good that, you know, countries did also. It's not only bashing them over the head, but it's also embracing them and, and showing them the recognition and, you know, letting the world know the good that some of these countries did also. You know, Kazakhstan, you know, took in Levi Yitzhak when, when, you know, after he was exiled from Russia, after he was tortured by, by you know, the Stalin you know, regime. So you know, this is something that I try to do. You know, I'd rather hit t- I'd rather embrace someone than hit them over the head. But at the same time, you know, if we have to try and help those countries get the recognition for the good they've done, or help them restore something, which we're going to be doing very soon, hopefully in Poland. I'm not saying that they're doing the right thing over there, but we are going to be doing the right thing over there by restoring over 20 mass graves that have not been marked and not been uh, properly recognized at all. Hopefully in the next two months that will be done also, but we're going to make sure that the words never again really mean never again and, and that we're never going to forget
0: about what happened. And all this is being done with the encouragement, it sounds like, don't want to put words in your mouth, of the Trump administration to do things like this and to utilize this position uh, to again remember and commemorate, you know, the, the types of sites that you just described.
1: You know, uh, yeah, it's been and Nakamino me for a long time. But this has been the most gratifying three plus years of my life doing this, not only for the country, but under this president, Uh going around the world and seeing how much America's America is loved. America is loved. America is a melting pot. We see that every day that we, you know, we are in America. But the idea that we all came from somewhere else um, is something that the, the world recognizes how special America is also and and also recognizes that america is the greatest nation in the world and a superpower well and everybody who does and everybody who does get aid from us does recognize that you know there're certain things that america stands for and and culture and heritage is definitely one of them
0: well i'm going to take and, i'm going to take your sorry. word for it yep. and i have no trouble be- i really have no trouble believing what you're saying but you just said earlier in this conversation that you spend a lot of time in washington if that's the case then that that may be one of the places on this globe where you're surrounded by people who really hate this country. Frankly, not to get too political, but if you're following the way things are going these days, there are a lot of people who take zero pride in this country. Unfortunately, they are people who live in this country.
1: Yeah, I hate to say it, Nachum, but those people, you know, just don't realize and don't have their eyes wide open to see what country they are in. Because, yeah. you know, fortunately or unfortunately, in this country, it's their right to be able to be upset um that's one of the greatest things about this country people are able to you know we are a democracy and people are able to voice their opinion people voice their opinion against the president but then yeah you know, that's that's one of the greatest things about this country It is the united states of america where people can't say that right it's you know i'm not going to opine on if they're right or wrong i'm just we i'm just going to do my job the way the president's doing his job
0: right i just found i just make
1: sure this country is going to get back on the right path of the, the country that i know my grandmother Only would have wished that I would would be growing up not in not only my her great grandchildren, who you know, or I'm sure she would be fearing for this is not the country that she thought. I, it would be for them.
0: I just find it yeah. ironic that you travel the globe and hear and see from so many people who admire what happens in this country. But when you go to Washington or other places, you're often met, not just with criticism and people who want to express, you know, negative feelings. I get that or a neg- negative comment. I get that. And everyone does have a right, as you describe. Unfortunately, a lot of it sometimes seems to be accompanied by a uh, by hatred and loathing, which is so disappointing. Paul Packer's with us. He's the head, the chair of the Commission for the Preservation of America's Heritage Abroad. So I, I was wondering, and I said this in the opening, you know, about a typical week. I mean, is this, is this the type of thing you're doing, I don't know, you know, on a regular basis? Is this something that only happens, you know, once in a while on your calendar because, you know, you're still working, to try to get things these get these things done, and you know all the uh, all the backroom machinations that need to happen in order to you know to have a ceremony like the one you had in Kazakhstan. I mean, how often are these sites being recognized by you and the commission?
1: So I would say this this past year was going to be a really really this this year that we're in now was supposed to be a very very busy year. I've taken to the um, uh, called media. The video era of trying to still stay engaged with uh, many of the countries. I think we've done three, four videos already. Um, you could people could see them at at U.S. Heritage Comm, I believe, on Twitter, uh, where they could people could follow what we're doing. But it's you know we were teed up, no pun intended there, to go and um, probably do something at least once every month in different countries this oh, wow. past year.
0: Nice.
1: Um, we, I, yeah, there will be over the next, um, I believe the later in this month, we'll be in another country. We'll be glad to talk about it after we come back. Another country that's been unbelievably, unbelievable to Jews um, uh, actually since uh, for the last, yeah, giving a hint here, for the last 26 centuries. But there are you know, cemeteries there to be uh, revitalized and memorialized. And, um, then, God willing, again in, um, September before the, the holidays. Hopefully be back, be in Poland, if not, uh, right after the holidays. And hopefully one other, you know, stop it back in a country right before the Jumtoven. But we have a long list of what to do. There is much to do. And, um, we're gonna do it. And as I said, you know, the idea of never again is really gonna be, Thrown down is a better lack of a better word to all the countries, letting you know that America, especially under this president, is not going to let the atrocities be forgotten or happen again of what happened to the Jews in, from during
0: World War II. Paul Packers with us, chair of the Commission for the Preservation of America's Heritage Abroad. All right, you, you knew I'd ask you this question, and and this is not in any way a challenge. It's simply I, I need the information. Um, there are many who try to um, who try to change history. And, um, and try to take away, if you will, uh, certain sites and heritage sites from Jews in Israel, meaning there are those who try to change history or go on propaganda campaigns uh, where sites like Rachel, Western Wall, Temple Mount, etc., uh, which are so important to the Jewish community worldwide and certainly to American Jews, uh, they try to change the, um, the history of those places and claim them for their own. Is this something that the Commission has or can play a role in, or politically, or for whatever reason, it's better for the Commission not to get involved when it comes to Jewish sites in Israel?
1: Uh, in Israel, we don't, uh, you know, in Israel, we've got, you know, fortunately, we should not have to get involved in Israel at all. That's true. <laughs> Israel, uh, um, it, it, you know, like I told, I believe it was Prime Minister Rama in Albania um, last year. Yeah, thank God. We, you know, Albania four times in in history has been a safe haven for Jews. Wow. The latest was during World War II. But the I told the Prime Minister Rama, I said we have to thank you, and we just there was just an unveiling of a mass uh, Holocaust remembrance and thank you to Albanians in Toronto actually and a half ago by the commission. Um, I said to him, I said, thank God we have the State of Israel now that you know Albania will never have to be a safe haven again for the Jewish people. It, it's yeah. You know, Israel is a somewhere that the Commission does not uh, get involved uh, with. You know, we have a great ambassador, Ambassador Freeman, a great president, who is making sure that all of those sites will still stay in Israel and be in Israel. And, uh, the, you know, we have a great relationship with the Ministry of Diaspora. To, we're in a partnership with them to make sure that the countries where, you know, the diaspora Jews are, uh, we partner with them, but not in the state of
0: Israel. Yeah, I mean, I think anybody listening to this conversation would agree that we have full faith that this administration in Washington, the current administration, whether it's a one-term or two-term administration, is always going to recognize the sites that I just alluded to as Jewish sites and and vital to the history of the Jewish people. Uh, what will happen after that, who knows? But I think you're 100% right that this administration has demonstrated they will do exactly that. It must be heartwarming... When so much of your generation, our generation, I should say, growing up, has been taught and has been uh, inundated, and this is not a criticism; it's just a reality, uh, with information about countries and leaders who've hated us and who have uh, have done, you know, who have who have either gone ahead and supervised or sat by idly when um, when atrocities were happening. It must be heartwarming to meet leaders of countries that are recognized. As countries that were safe havens for Jews. A lot of our young kids in our community don't even realize that during World War II, there were actually countries willing to take that risk of, of helping out the other guy, in this case, the Jewish people. It must be one of the big benefits of your position.
1: I'll tell, I'll tell you, it's amazing. You know, and, you know, Belarus is in the news a lot the last couple of days. Right. But I could tell you that I never thought that I'd be in Belarus as many times as I was in Belarus, or that I've had an uh, amazing relationship with the leaders in Belarus, uh, especially you know, on the foreign ministry side, is that we're actually in the process, and uh, all of our projects that we do is money that has to be raised. The money that comes from the president's budget for the commission is just for the purely the government uh, employees that work in the commission, not for the lay leaders and not for the... Um, projects themselves, but one of the projects that um, were undertaken and we were approached by were people who graduates from, in, in the United States of the Mir Yeshiva. And, you know, in no, you, know you ask the typical person, where's Mir? Mir Mir's in Belarus. Right. You know, the original, the original Mir Yeshiva right now is a, um, divided into two little, called storefronts. One is a post office and one is an auto parts supply store and you know we partnered with the the JCC in Minsk that has a program every month, every summer we partnered with them last summer and this summer it happened to be that the cemetery the week that they take students to rehabilitate cemeteries was they actually we did uh, rehabilitate the cemetery in Mir last year and completed it this year to and to be able to there you know, we had uh, one of the Shiva actually spoke via Zoom to all these the students so that participated and for them to hear the grandson of uh, Leviwitz that's uh, that's buried in the in the cemetery in Mir, it was quite amazing that you're actually able to bring those headstones that are being unearthed and brought back up to where they were on, over the tombs you know they come back to life and it's you know the amazing thing is the foreign minister of Belarus actually came from the city of Mir. From the wow. town Amir. and you know, to be able to to bring back, you know, life through the people, you know, it's not Mason bringing back the dead, you know, a hundred percent, but it's it's giving the dignity to those that were murdered, you know, and killed in these, you know, in these countries, bringing back, you know, the dignity to their families. Yeah. It's, it's like you said it's, earlier. It's, it's amazing.
0: Keep, it's keeping our history alive, which is what you said earlier in terms of one of the important things that the commission is doing in this cancel culture where we're doing what's really important that is recognizing history and and keeping it as alive as possible no question about it what was the first ceremony of recognition that you did when you first got this uh, uh, chair uh, chair position of the Commission You Do remember what the first one was
1: okay um, I believe the first one was actually in um, Eisenstadt Austria right. um, it was the Panamiros and um, there was this, the town, it's actually in the town of Eisenstadt, actually named it, you know, Mayor Eisenstadt, who was buried there. Um That was the first, I believe that was the first um ceremony we did with government officials. And
0: that goes back, well, like a couple of years ago?
1: That was a couple of years ago, yes. That was in 18, 2018.
0: Finally, Paul Packer, chair of the Commission for the Preservation of America's Heritage Abroad. Um... I mean to whatever extent you want to answer this I mean there's a I can't have a member of the of the current administration on without uh, especially in this season August before the election of 2020 without without asking um uh, your impressions when it comes to this administration vis-a-vis Israel and the Jewish community there are people in this audience who are enthusiastic about the president there are people in this audience who have sworn that there's no way they could vote for the president what can you tell us about the last three and a half years vis-a-vis the current president of the United States and Israel and the Jewish community?
1: I would say that, um, again, we live in the greatest country in the world, and that's why people can disagree and be able to go in on election day and not vote for the president. That's their prerogative. That's their right as a citizen of the United States. Vis-a-vis the United States and Israel, I think this, you know, I'm not sure what president could do any better for Israel than what this president has done. Um, I believe that um you know as the president says we, we never we, we we're never going to stop winning. And I don't think we're ever going to stop winning under this president. Um he's a workhorse. He his mind is his mind and heart are in the right place. He has great people like Ambassador Freeman uh, around him, uh, special envoy Avi Berkowitz. All the all the right people are all around him, and trying to get things done. And when it comes to America, you know, I don't have to be the I'm not the president's spokesperson, but I'm sure if you listen to uh, uh, you know Kayleigh McEnany any day of the week, you'll be able to hear you know right before you know COVID came, you know unemployment in every sense of the word uh, for every uh, American and every ethnicity was at the lowest ever point. America is the greatest country in the world. We'll bounce back. We have, if you ask me, one of the you know hardest working, best presidents for this country that we've had ever. And you know, God willing, November, you know, during election time, the great things will continue, and the president will be able to keep us uh, going for another four years to bring the country back where it was and make sure the history is not forgotten.
0: Paul Packard chairs the U.S. Commission for Preservation of America's Heritage Abroad. Uh, the government of Kazakhstan has added the gravesite of Levi Yitzhak Schneerson, the father of the uh, most recent Lubavitcher Rebbe, to its list of national heritage sites. And as uh, Paul described, he was there to lead the ceremony uh, just a couple of days ago. Uh, was this the only uh, – tri- I mean, this is really a personal question, which you don't have to answer. I'm just curious. If it was it your only trip abroad since Purim because of the whole COVID situation?
1: We'll keep on going on, the, on other questions, no, i It's uh, the um, – there was one other trip that I that I had made, um, uh, uh, but you know those uh, results will soon be heard. The so even but so the, even, uh, so even
0: you've had a sorry? slow even you've had a slower schedule due to the. Uh, I to the not it. It. It's been
1: a long time that I've been.
0: Yeah, it's unbelievable. You you speak to Uh, people on the
1: ground, on the ground so long. You you speak to people who wake.
0: You speak to people who wake up in the morning normally, and 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 very possibly later that day could be on a plane. And even those people who have schedules like that normally uh, have been obviously uh, staying put for quite a while. This whole situation is pretty. Unbelievable! All the different things that it's caused. Uh, Paul Packer, Yeshikoch, what a what an amazing ceremony this week! I know not just the Chabad community worldwide, but the Jewish community worldwide is quite thankful for your efforts. Uh, continue strong, and thanks so much for joining us this morning. Thank you. Nathan. Have a great day. Have a great week. Paul Packer chairs the U.S. Commission on Preservation of America's Heritage Abroad, and this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program, heard on listener sponsored digital radio. Round the world on the web at NahumSeigel.com and the Nahum Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app.